Sexual reproduction Sexual reproduction involves formation of male and female gametes either by the same individual or by different individuals of the opposite sex. These gametes fuse to form the zygote which develops to form the new organism. It is an elaborate, complex and slow process as compared to asexual reproduction. Because of the fusion of male and female gametes, sexual reproduction results in offspring that are not identical to the parents or amongst themselves. A study of diverse organisms, plants, animals or fungi show that though they differ so greatly in external morphology, internal structure and physiology when it comes to sexual mode of reproduction surprisingly they share a similar pattern let us first discuss what features are common to these diverse organisms all the organisms have to reach a certain stage of growth and maturity in their life before they can reproduce sexually that period of growth is called the juvenile phase. It is also known as vegetative phase in plants. This phase is of variable, variable durations in different organisms. The end of juvenile or vegetative phase which marks the beginning of the reproductive phase can be seen easily in the higher plants when they come to flower. How long does it take for marigold or rice or wheat or coconut or mango plants to come to the flower? In some plants where flowering occurs more than once, what will you call what would you call the interflowering period juvenile or mature? Observe a few trees in your area. Do they flower during the same month year after year? Why do you think the availability of fruits like mango, apple, jackfruit, etc. is seasonal? Are there some plants that flower throughout the year and some other that show seasonal flowering. Plants, the annual and biennial types, show clear-cut vegetative, reproductive and senescent periods. But in perennial species, it is very difficult to clearly define these phases. A few plants exhibit unusual flowering phenomena. Some of them, such as bamboo species, bamboo species flower only once in their lifetime, generally after 50 to 100 years produce a large number of fruits and die. Another plant, Strobilanthus kunthiana or Nila kurangi, flower once in 12, Nil kurangi flowers once in 12 years. As many of you would know, this plant flower during September or October 2006 its mass flowering transformed large tracts of hilly areas in Kerala, Karnataka and Tamil Nadu into blue stretches and attracted a large number of tourists. In animals, the juvenile phase is, uh, is followed by morphological and physiological changes prior to activate reproductive behavior. This reproductive phase is also a variable duration in different organisms. Can you list the changes seen in human beings that are indicative of reproductive maturity? Among animals, for example, birds, do they lay eggs all through the year or is it a seasonal phenomenon? What about other animals like frogs and lizards? You will notice that birds living in nature lay eggs only seasonally. However, 
birds in captivity as in poultry farms can be made to lay eggs throughout the year in this case laying eggs is not related to the reproduction but is a commercial exploitation for human welfare the females of placental mammals exhibit cyclical changes in the activities of ovary and accessory ducts as well as hormones during the reproductive phase in non primate animals like cows sheep rats deers dogs tiger etc such cyclical changes during reproduction are called as estrus cycle whereas in primates monkeys apes and humans it is called menstrual cycle many mammals especially those living in natural wild conditions exhibit such cycles only during favorable seasons in their reproductive phase and are therefore called seasonal breeders many other mammals are reproductively active through their reproductive phase and hence are called con- continuous breeders that we grow old if we live long enough is something that we recognize but what is meant by growing old the end of reproductive phase can be considered as one of the parameters of senescence or old age there are concomitant changes in the body like slowing of metabolism etc during this last phase of phase of life span old age ultimately leads to death in both plants and animals hormones are responsible for the transition between the three phases interaction between hormones and certain environmental factors regulate the reproductive processes and associated behavioral expressions of organisms events in sexual reproduction after attainment of maturity all sexually reproducing organisms exhibit events and processes that have remarkable fundamental similarity even though the structures associated with sexual reproduction are indeed very different the event of sexual reproduction though elaborate and complex follow a regular sequence the sexual reproduction is characterized by fusion of fertilization of the male and female gametes the formation of zygote and embryogenesis for convenience these sequential events may be grouped into three distinct stages namely the prefertilization fertilization and the postfertilization events prefertilization events these include all the events of sexual reproduction prior to the fusion of gametes the two main prefertilization events are gametogenesis and gamete transfer gametogenesis as we are already aware gametogenesis refers to the process of formation of two types of gametes male and female gametes are haploid cells in some algae the two male the two gametes are so similar in appearance that it is not possible to categorize them into male and female gametes they are hence called homogametes or isogametes however in a majority of sexually reproduc- reproducing organisms the gametes produced are of two morphologically distinct types heterogametes in such organisms the male gamete is called the anthrozoid or sperm and the female gamete is called the egg or ovum sexuality in organisms sexual reproduction is in organisms generally involves the fusion of gametes from two different individuals but this is not always true from your recollection of examples studied in class 11th can you identify cases where self fertilization is observed of course citing such a, such examples is in plants is easy 
plants may have both male and female reproductive structures in the same plant bisexual or on different plants unisexual in several fungi and plants terms such as homothallic and monoecious are used to denote the bisexual condition and the heterothallic and dioecious are the terms used to describe unisexual condition in flowering plants the unisexual male flower is staminate that is bearing stamens while the female is pistillate or bearing pistils in some flowering plants both male and female flowers may be present on the same individual monoecious or on separate individuals dioecious some examples of monoecious plants are cucurbits and coconuts and of dioecious plants are papaya and date palm name the types of gametes that are found in the staminate and pistillate flowers but what about animals are individuals of all species either male or female unisexual or are there species which process both the reproductive organs bisexual you probably can make a list of several unisexual animal species earthworms sponge tapeworm and leech typical examples of bisexual animals that possess both male and female reproductive organs are hermaphrodites cockroach is an example of unisexual species cell division during gamete formation cell division during gamete formation gametes in all heterogametic species are of two types namely male and female gametes are haploid though the parent plant body from which they arise may be either haploid or diploid a haploid parent produces gametes by mitotic division does this means that meiosis never occur in organisms that are haploid carefully examine the flow chart of life cycles of algae that you have studied in class 11 to get a suitable answer Several organisms belonging to monera, fungi, algae and bryophytes have haploid plant body, but in organisms belonging to pteridophytes, gymnosperms, angiosperms and most of the animals including human beings, the parental body is diploid. It is obvious that meiosis, the reduction division has to occur if a diploid body has to produce haploid gametes. In diploid organisms specialized cells called meiocytes gamete mother cell undergo meiosis at the end of meiosis only one set of chromosome get incorporated into each gamete carefully study the table given in your ncrts and fill in the diploid and haploid chromosome numbers of organisms is there any relationship in the number of chromosome of meiocytes and gametes gamete transfer after their formation male and female gametes must be physically brought together to facilitate fusion or fertilization have you ever wondered how the gametes meet in a majority of organisms male and female gamete is motile male uh, sorry in a majority of organisms male gamete is motile and female gamete is stationary exceptions are a few fungi and algae in which both types of gametes are motile there is a need for a medium through which the male gamete move in several simple plants like algae bryophytes and pteridophytes water is the medium through which this gamete transfer takes place a large number of male gametes however fail to reach the female gametes to compensate this loss of male gametes during trans transport 
the number of male gametes produced in several thousand times the number is several thousand times the number of female gametes produced in seed plants pollen grains are carriers of male gametes and ovule have the egg pollen grains produced in anther therefore have to be transferred to the stigma before it can lead to fertilization in bisexual self fertilizing plants example peas transfer of pollen grain to the stigma is relatively easy as anthers and stigma are located close to each other pollen grains soon after they are shed come in contact with the stigma but in cross pollinating plants including dioecious plants a specialized event called pollination facilitates transfer of pollen grains to the stigma pollen grains germinate on the stigma and the pollen tubes carry the male gametes reach the ovule and discharge male gametes near the egg in the dioecious animals since males and male and female gamete are formed in different individuals the organism must evolve a special mechanism for gamete transfer successful transfer and come together of gametes is essential for the most critical event in sexual reproduction the fertilization fertilization the most vital event of sexual reproduction is perhaps the fusion of gametes this process called syngamy results in the formation of a diploid zygote the term fertilization is all often used for this process the term syngamy and fertilization are frequently used though interchangeable what happens if syngamy does not occur However it has to be mentioned here that in some organisms like rotifers honeybees and even some lizards and bird turkey the female gamete undergoes development to form new organisms without fertilization this phenomena is called parthenogenesis where does syngamy occur in most aquatic organisms such as majority of algae and fishes as well as amphibians Syngamy occurs in the external medium water that is outside the body of the organism. This type of gametic fusion is called external fertilization. Organisms exhibiting external fertilization show great synchrony between the sexes and release a large number of gametes into the surrounding medium water in order to enhance the chances of syngamy. This happens in the bony fishes and frogs where a large number of offspring are produced. A major disadvantage is that offspring are extremely vulnerable to the predators threatening their survival up to adulthood. In many terrestrial organisms belonging to fungi, higher animals such as reptiles, birds, mammals, and in majority of plants, bryophytes, stereophytes, gymnosperm, and angiosperm, syngamy occurs inside the body of the organism. Hence, the process is called internal fertilization. In all these organisms, egg is formed inside the female body where they fuse with the male gamete. In organisms exhibiting internal fertilization, the male gamete is motile and has to reach the egg in order to fuse with it. In these, even though the number of sperms produced is very large there is a significant reduction in the numbers of eggs produced in seed plants however the non motile male gametes are carried to the female gamete by pollen tube post fertilization events events in sexual reproduction after the formation of zygote are called post fertilization events the zygote 
Formation of the diploid zygote is universal in all sexually reproducing organisms. In organisms with external fertilization, zygote is formed in the external medium, usually water, whereas in those exhibiting internal fertilization, zygote is formed inside the body of the organism. Further development of zygote depends on the type of life cycle the organism has and the environment it is exposed to. In organisms belonging to the fungi and algae, zygote develops a thick wall that is called that is resistant to decision and damage. It undergoes a period of rest before germination. In organisms with haplontic life cycle, as you have read in class 11th, zygote divides by meiosis to form haploid spores that grow into haploid individuals. Consult your class 11th book and find out what kind of development takes place in the zygote in organisms with diplontic and haplodiplontic life cycles. Zygote is the vital link that ensures continuity of species between organisms of one generation and the next. Every sexually reproducing organisms including human beings begin life as a single cell, the zygote. Embryogenesis Embryogenesis refers to the process of development of embryo from the zygote. During embryogenesis, zygote undergoes cell division, mitosis, and cell, div and cell differentiation. While cell division increases the number of cells in developing embryo, cell differentiation helps group of cells to undergo certain modifications to form specialized tissue and organisms to form an organism. In organs to form an organism. You have studied about the process of cell division and differentiation in the previous classes. Animals that are categorized into oviparous and viviparous based on whether the development of zygote takes place outside the body of the female parent or inside that is whether they lay fertilized or unfertilized eggs or give birth to young ones. In oviparous animals like reptiles and birds, the fertilized eggs covered by a hard calcareous cell are laid in the safe place in the environment. After a period of incubation, young ones hatch out. On the other hand, in viviparous animals, majority of mammals including human beings, the zygote develops into a young one inside the body of the female organism. After attaining a certain stage of growth, the young ones are delivered out of the body of the female organism. Because of the proper embryonic, because of the proper embryonic care and protection, the chances of survival of young ones is greater in, viv in viviparous organisms. In flowering plants, the zygote is formed inside the ovule. After fertilization, the sepals, petals, and the stamens of flowers wither and fall off. Can you name a plant in which the sepals remain attached? The pistil, however, remains attached to the plant. The zygote develops into the embryo and the ovules develop into the seed. The ovary develops into the fruit which develops a thick wall called pedicarp that is protective in function. After dispersal, seeds germinate under favorable conditions to produce new plants. So with this, our first chapter, Reproduction in Organisms is completed.